Welcome to Walter Unfiltered. It's my podcast. You can tell your friends about us on their favorite podcast app. We're also available across all the Fox Sports social media channels. And today, I'm honored to have the president of Toyota Racing Development, Mr. David Wilson, join me as my guest today. Dave, thanks for coming on board. Appreciate you and looking forward to hearing your stories. It's going to be a fun conversation. Michael, I'm, I'm honored to, to join you today, and uh, thanks for having me on your, your great podcast. This should yeah, be fun. I can't wait to talk about where we're at in the 2020 season, how proud you are of Toyota and NASCAR for getting going this year, and how much you're looking forward to the rest of the playoffs. We'll do that all right now on Walter Funfilter. Dave, thank you so much again for, for joining me. Uh, Toyota Racing Development has uh, been such a big part of NASCAR since 2000, the early 2000s when you showed up and started racing uh, in, the, in the, the truck series and now a big part of the NASCAR uh, Cup Series Xfinity as well. Uh, it's been quite a ride, hasn't it? We've known each other pretty much since the beginning. It has been quite a ride, Michael, and you, you could actually date our entry if you wanted to, all the way back to the uh, the Goodies Dash series. If you remember, that was part of the NASCAR Touring series. Series, I think Wayne Otten used to oversee it, and Jerry Cook used to used to help. But that's really where we got our start, uh, even before the truck days in yeah, 2000. Yeah, I remember uh, Robert Huffman winning races for y'all. And I'll give you a little bit of trivia here, Dave. Guess who the 1983 NASCAR Goodies Dash Series champion was. Gosh, um, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> one, one young, Mike Waltrip. Mike, Mike Waltrip. One, and 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 it's funny because you know most people know me today as as Michael Waltrip, um, and then my friends call me Mike or Mikey, but it but it's funny. On my race car back in 1983, we wrote Mike Waltrip, and I thought, well, that looks weird. And my mom always used to call me Michael, so uh, I said, I want to be Michael Waltrip when it's written. And um, But in 83, we won the Dash Series Championship, and I knew the success you guys had when you came Dash Series racing. Um, I, I would like to go back to the beginning and how, you, how you've been a part of this for, for so long. I, you you were there. Yeah, well, we I, t I tell you what, um, if you rewind our, our playbook, Michael, we were um, heavily involved, engaged, invested in open wheel racing, you know, champ car racing, then then IRL. And and I'll never forget, you know, 2003, we won the Indy 500. We won the IRL race. In, in Japan, I think we won 13 out of 16 races that year. And our top management came to me and, and, and said, okay, this mean we're done now. And I'm like, what? And uh, as much as it, it pains me, um, it just wasn't resonating amongst our team and Toyota. And I think it, it kind of reflected at the time the challenge open wheel racing was having in our country. You know, there were there's a lot of division, and and it it had changed um, from its heyday. So 
so we kind of saw the, 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 we were kind of reading the tea leaves and, and, uh, and me and, and a couple of others, um, you remember some of the names, Michael, Dave Illingworth, one of them, he was my, you know, one of my mentors and, but, but we, we kind of, you know, figured that we, we better start looking for something else to do. And uh, of course, NASCAR was, you know, um, on a tremendous upswing and, and it started with a, a couple of very casual conversations with, uh, with Bill France Jr. And we had, um, you know, Dave Ellingworth and, and Jim Ost had a meeting with Bill France Jr. in Century City, Los Angeles. And, um, you know, Bill, uh, Bill said, we all are welcome to, to come join us. And, and it started with that conversation. Um, but we, we also were, were keenly aware of how polarizing our participation might be amongst the, the fan base. And, and we wanted to try and, and do this um, with, a, with all the sensitivity um, um, that, we, that we, could, we could pull together. And, and we decided to come in through the Goodies Dash series really just to give us a chance to get our feet wet, to give a chance to build relationships with people like Jerry Cook and Wayne Otten and, um, and, and of course the fans. Um, and, and so, you know, that really served us well, uh, again, built some, you know, special, uh, relationships with the drivers back then. And, you know, again, Robert Huffman, who's still a, a good friend to this day, he won our first NASCAR championship technically in 2003 in the Goodies Dash series. And, and it was cool. You may remember this, uh, Michael, but at the at Darlington, uh, Brandon Jones ran a throwback scheme the white house apple uh, toyota yeah white house apple you know toyota's um it was a celica that we ran in the dash series and uh and and robert was so proud of that robert's son was so proud of that and and of course it it made me uh me beam and um and of, of course it helped that brandon won that race in white house apple celica so uh so yeah it started there and, and then you know, we started to crawl, um, you know, in the truck series. And I have, a, uh, I have a special place in my heart for the truck series. I know you do, Michael, you still uh, spend some time there. Um, but but I, um, we, we loved racing the trucks and, and we had so much fun. Um, and, and again, it was about, um, you know, building relationships, you know, your your brother owned a team and uh, you know, running with with, with uh, David Rudiman, and and, um, and 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 of course we um, we won some races there. Um, you know, every time Bob Germain and I, you know, see each other pre pre COVID at least, we would we would give each other a big hug and, and talk about the good old days when it was yeah. fun to race. <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, um, um, Bob and his brothers and and Todd Bodine won a couple of championships for us in the truck series and um and then 2007 came along and and we decided to to take the, the big big step into the cup series yeah i would i want to go back a bit um i'm glad you said a couple of things because um i want to talk about the trucks but i also want to talk about mr france bill jr because he was near and dear to my heart he he uh 
we were friends back when Dell and I were friends. And I just want to know how intimidating he was and, and, but how smart and how honest he was. What do you remember about those early meetings with, with uh, Bill Jr.? Well, in, intimidation certainly um, was 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 part of it. A lot of a lot of nervousness, anxiety. But, but, I mean, the France family um, are the founders of our sport, and and uh, just 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 thinking about that, saying that aloud is is pretty awe inspiring, and um, and and so we we went in. Uh, to those meetings with a with a great um, a great sense of humility, um, and and we appreciated um, so much that Bill would even give us an audience and and come all the way out to Los Angeles and and share you know some of his vision for the sport. But you know if you think about it, they really didn't need Toyota to join the sport. Um, I mean, things were, things were really clicking back, back in, in those days, but he clearly had a vision to expand the participation amongst the manufacturers and, um, you know, for him to extend the invitation. And, and again, it was, it was with, it was with his terms, you know, and I remember one, one of his, one of his, yeah, one of his things is, well, y'all just, just don't. Don't think you're going to win too much, okay? You know, <laughs> and uh, um, but but that's you know that invitation is what what opened the door for us to um, to take um, to take this further. And so so here's another funny story, Michael's remember uh, talking um, about you know some of the rules and and. Um, we actually made the mistake at the time of asking about, well, what do you all think about fuel injection? You know, and of course we didn't build a car, a production car with a carburetor on it, right? And uh, that Celic engine that we ran, that came as a production block, you know, out of a, a Toyota, I think it was out of a Tacoma. And uh, we had to retrofit, you know, a Holly carburetor onto that thing. And, that looked but, funny, didn't it? Yeah, it looked look kind of funny, but um, we learned about carburetors. Uh, but but the, the the end of the story is is uh, is we were we were told uh, directly, respectfully, but but directly that um, we didn't need to worry about this injection. We're doing just fine, right? right. <laughs> And, and of course, I, I look at where technologies come in the sport. And, you know, today we're, we're talking about, you know, within the next few years, a, a revolutionary, you know, new engine with right. direct injection, multi, you know, you know, um, four valve, um, you know, new materials. And, and, you know, that, again, it's still a couple of years out. But, um, but yeah, that, uh, that, that's, that's a great remembrance, um, Michael. And again, we, we, we still treat uh, the sport, its fan base with a, a tremendous amount of, of respect in, in humility because, because by and large, while the, the, the early days were, were a bit bumpy and not everyone was thrilled to have us, today, you know, for the most part, we're just accepted as one of the boys. And, um, 
and you look at a parking lot uh, of, of any given race and, and you'll see not just Toyotas, but, you know, Nissans and Hondas and of course, fair amount of Fords and Chevrolets. And, and, and I think we, we kind of, um, by the respect that we showed this sport, um, helped, you know, help make it okay. And, yeah. and of course, we'd love to see other OEMs join us, whether it's, you know, Honda or Nissan or whomever. Or Yada. Yada. Who's, who's that, uh, Michael? What about Miata? Would you like to see a, a NASCAR Miata out there on the... <laughs> a Mazda? Why not? <laughs> hey, uh, we actually I got to tell you a funny story. So, and you know this story, so I guess I'm telling our listeners. Um, I had a, a, a Bush team at the time. I was operating from behind my house uh, and we, we were winning races. And I got a call from, from someone. They said, you ought to talk to Toyota. And I said, well, I'm, I'm actually a, a, a driver in the Cup Series, and, and I'm not sure how that all will work. But I got a guy that I know that I think you can call, and his name is Daryl. And maybe I'll give Daryl a call and see if he wants to have a truck team. Um, and, and that, I, I got to tell you, from, oh, you know, three, five, seven, those were the, my favorite memories of NASCAR. Like, we, we were winning races. Uh, with our with our team that we had from in my backyard, my brother started a truck team with Toyota, um, and and I felt like I was in on the ground floor. And this was this was like the coolest thing ever to be a part of. And of course, we eventually in '07 uh, went cup racing with you guys and started our own team with Dale Jarrett and David Rudiman and, and me as drivers. Um, I got this is my question I've been wanting to ask you since you said you would do me the, the honor of being on my show. How many years ago does that seem like to you? Because to me, it feels like at least a hundred. Like, <laughs> like yeah. There's no way it could have been just four, 13, 14 years ago because yeah. holy cow, what, what a ride it's been since then uh, for both of us, I guess. It, 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 really, it really does seem like forever ago, Michael, but um you know, I want to, to, to say just a couple of things um, with a great amount of uh, uh, sincerity. And, um, and I say this all the time, actually, that, that we're, we're in the sport by and large because of the help that you and your brother gave us along the way. For Daryl to step up and be one of our, our very first truck owners, um, for you to forward and out on a limb and make a tremendous, you know, uh, personal and professional investment to be one of our very first cup team uh, owners. What that did to this fan base is say to them that these guys are okay, give them a chance. And we know how much influence our, you know, the, the legends of the sport um, have to, to our fans. Because one of the things that we did before we ever turned the wheel on a racetrack is we went out and talked to a lot of fans. And, uh, and, and that, uh, again, you know, your participation um, and, and your brothers helped so much. And, 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 and we will be eternally grateful, uh, of course, 
it didn't, we, we didn't finish our story, I, I feel like, M Michael, but, but we won some races together. And we won some races together. You know, when I see Clint Boyer, you know, yesterday, Sunday on, on, on that roll, and he was leading laps, I go, well, I know Clint Boyer is a damn good road racer. He won Sonoma for Toyota and Michael Waltrip Racing in 2000 and... Well, well, yeah. Um, but but, but I, I, you know, um, uh, David Rudiman won the very first TRD engine-powered race, the Coke 600, no less, in uh, 2009. Yes. You know, so, um, so you know, I, I, I do treasure those, those early wins and put that in perspective and talk about how long ago this was, Michael. We started our 500th cup race on Sunday at Charlotte. That just, that just blows my mind. Wow. Yeah, it blows my <laughs> mind too. And the fun we had um, getting things going, the, how naive we might have been. And, you know, we started out thinking that um, this, is, this is not going to be easy, but we're certainly going to win soon. And our team just just struggled mightily out of the gates, but with your help and with with a lot of determination and perseverance and some great sponsors like Aaron's and Napa and UPS, we we built a Damn. organization. We we finished second in the championship, um, and that that those are those are things that that I will never take for granted that what we were able to accomplish. I wish, I wish the story had a better ending, but it certainly had a great start. It, it had an amazing start. And again, we did some special things. I always say, you know, I remember that first season, you remember we'd go to the racetrack and, and, and hope we could get a couple cars in race, right? And because uh, that was not assured. This is well before the charters and, and, and all that business, right? You had to, you had to race your way into every race. And we showed up to Daytona and probably 60 cars entered for that race, right? Um, back back at that time, or, or it seemed like there were. There was there was like the second, I remember this, the second race of 2007, there were 66 cars. <laughs> showing up yeah. for, you know, for 40 spots. And we would yeah. miss by like a hundredth of a second. And we would think the world was going to end. <laughs> and, and. Somehow, um, through relationships, we were able to fight through that and, and make our way in, into the starting field. And, and that brings me to, to, to the next. Like, as we, as we look to where we are today in the world of NASCAR, um, I have like 100 questions to ask you. This one, this one comes from my, on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, we have an Ask Mikey, hashtag Ask Mikey. And we get questions from our listeners uh, about what they might like to hear from our guests. And the one that I've gotten mostly lately is, and I want to get your opinion on this, how, let's fast forward through all, all we've been through. How proud of you are, are you of where NASCAR is today? Leading the way back uh, from, from COVID and the pandemic, getting getting sports back on the track and you being able to race your Toyota cars. I mean, it's, it's gotta, gotta make you proud to, to be a part of it. 
I am uh, I am floored by what our sport was able to pull off, and and you know, knock on wood, we still have four four weeks to go, but um, you hit it on the head, Michael. Our sport, NASCAR, um, was the first pro sport to make it back, and and we have not only just made it back, but we've done it. Um, uninterrupted, and, um, and and I'm not just proud of of, of, of Steve and Steve and, and and the guys who, you know, from a leader perspective, really made all of this happen. But I'm proud of all of us because Michael, what was happening in the background is um, is they put together these working groups. You know, started with it's, it seemed about 200 200 uh, people from from teams, from the OEMs, from the networks, uh, from the track, uh, track owners, um, and, and all of us worked collectively in the background to, to figure out the protocols and, and, and decide you know, the, the, the rules and how we were gonna do this. And it was one of the, it was one of the times where everybody put down their selfish uh, you know, agendas and and we all agreed that we were all going to need to give some in order to get our sport back on track. That's exactly what happened. And, you know, I'm, you know, the OEMs get a couple, just a couple of spots there on the roster. And I've been able to, to get to a couple of races myself. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud of how vigilant, I mean, even now, however many races it, you know, we're, we're about 32 races in most of those under COVID. And, and everybody, you know, all of the, the team members are being uh, hyper vigilant and, and just doing this the right way. So uh, it's, it's incredible achievement. I think we wrote the playbook for the rest of sports. And, and, and yeah, we, we, we have a, a little bit of advantage in, in those race cars, you know, give our drivers a, you know, central uh, social distancing, but uh, uh, they, they try and close that up on occasion. Um, you know, tracks like Talladega and such, but, uh, but again, you know, um, by and large, it's, it's gone unbelievably smoothly. And, and here's, here's the thing, Michael is, is if you think that, you know, if we think that, you know, Daytona 500, it's, it's a, it's a new day and everything comes back to normal, you know, just not, it's not going to happen that way. We we got a lot more stuff to figure out, right? That's right, and 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 we're likely to see a lot of you know a continuation of this, um, this and, and many of the protocols well into next season as as much as we uh, hate it, but um, but we're privileged to get to go racing. I remind my team members all the time that you know don't, don't think too much of what we do for a living, because in the in the realm of of how important is this, you know, to our you know, survive, you know, to, to society contribution, you know, okay. It's entertainment is what it right. is. But, um, and, and, and these fans, our fans, ourselves, we, we need this entertainment, particularly in times like this. Right. Um, you, you, you know, I, I was in Charlotte for the Roval and of course there was, there were some fans there and, and I walked in, you know, I walked into the, to the, uh, you know, the track with the fans and as I was watching up, up 
from a suite and 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 you could see the the um the excitement it was palpable you know the, the they were smiling under those masks and and just so excited to to um to get to the track and root on their favorite driver so how cool yeah it was really cool um you mentioned you touched on the rules um and and how we've gotten back racing do you believe uh limited practice limited qualifying um to me and i'm an eternal optimist i always try to look at look at the bright side of things i think it's made it more entertaining for me you know if you watch practice for two days and you see the guy that qualifies the fastest starter front you're you know, i feel like i got a pretty good pretty good idea who's going to win and when when there's no practice and and we're not guessing i know toyota has done a great job of bringing more technology more engineering more simulation to it but we're kind of guessing about what will work and how it will, will uh, how the setups will match with um, the weather if you will temperatures humidity blah 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 um but to me it's been we we've we've learned to to put the product on the track on sunday afternoon in a more um a responsible way a b obviously we're saving the team some money but then c for me i'm i'm liking what i'm seeing on sunday afternoon because of of the lack of of on-track practice do you agree with that i i agree wholeheartedly michael i you know even in the worst in the very worst of times um and this is a bad one there are there are things uh to learn and there there are several landings and, and i think this is one of them. Uh, of course, you know, we, we agreed to that protocol, you know, to do our best to protect our team members, uh, to help our team owners survive to get to, to the next gen car. And, um, and I think we were all a little uh, anxious about how it was going to go. But um, just as you said, the, the racing has been great. Racing has been great. I don't think we're missing much of anything because it's the same. The bottom line is it's the same for everybody. And, and you, you made mention there is technology today. There, there are tools that you can use to, to get prepared. But, but it, it really shows the caliber of these racing teams. You know, we're not having parts fall off of race cars, right? And, uh, and so we already know that going into next year what is it i think 28 of the 36 races are going to be with no practice and qualifying and i think it's great um you know and it, and it dawned on me right watching a little uh sunday night football guess what they didn't do before the uh, the first snap they didn't practice right practices for for you know that that's they're shoved in in in, in play and we show up and race right right Practice. We're professionals, right? Are we talking about practice? <laughs> the lack of it is what we're talking about. Um, you, you brought me to uh, an interesting point. So I want to ask you some questions, and they're, they're going to be, I won't, I won't say they're rapid fire, but I want to hit you with four or five quick questions. Um, and the first has to do with, and there's been some stuff on the internet, I've read it about your driver development program. 
Now, obviously, over the last several years, you've had the most aggressive um, young racers getting opportunities and good cars to get chances to prove their worth. One of the stars of that program has been Eric Jones, driving for Kyle Busch and, and winning truck racers. I, I've been really blessed. I've been a, a truck commentator for many years. And when Eric Jones showed up, I said, not only is he going to win truck races, he'll win cup races one day. He's that good. And now he's leaving your, your system. Um, tell me where you are right now with driver development uh, and, and, and your thoughts on Eric and and what's next for you guys as on on the development side because you've given so many young young racers great opportunities yes i i uh i'm, I'm glad you asked about that michael because our driver driver development program is is something that i view as not not just uh um, important to us in helping us develop these young athletes um men and women girls and boys, but um, it's, it's also a way that we can give back to the sport. And, and, and I said at the outset that it's, it's, it's an imperfect process. And in the first place it falls down is we don't own racing teams, right? So, um, so it's, it's not always a certainty that as these kids develop that we'll be able to assure that they'll be able to stay in our in our product, um, and and so, you know, ultimately, if if we if we lose some along the way, and and we're going to lose as many many as we keep just because of that fact, but the sport still benefits. You know, when William Byron won his first Cup race, I took an immense amount of pride in that because we had a hand in his development, and he's he and his his dad Bill are still friends of Toyota and and they look back on us fondly and respectfully so um you know Mr. Hendrick likes to poke me in, in the ribs and, and say Dave you know I'll just I'll just wait steal your driver from you right doing it you're doing a great job Dave so keep developing those kids and um and, and so you mentioned Eric Jones and and, and of course Eric uh um, yeah, it won't be back, unfortunately. And, and that, 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 that was tough, um, because, uh, because we, we had, you know, we've had a lot invested in Eric, um, and, and, you know, circumstantially, um, we weren't able to keep enough cars on track and, and, um, it, it came down to, you know, a bit of a Sophie's choice. So what, what I focus on is is because of us, Eric Jones is a NASCAR truck series champion. And, and he has won a, a bunch of truck races, a bunch of Xfinity races, a couple of cup races. And, and he, um, and, and I take pride in that. And I feel like, you know, um, it, it was partially, you know, because of our participation. So, you know, I, 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 I tell each one of these these kids, and you know, particularly the ones that you know they're in their their twenties, like Eric and William, that you know, you got a long, you know, a couple of decades worth of driving to do. Who's to say we won't be back together one day, right? Um, when when Martin Truex Jr. left to go run that Chevy team in Denver, 
last thing I said to him, Martin, is our story's not over yet. And let's see what, what the future holds. And the rest is, you know, history, as they say. So, um, you know, anyway, it, it, can, it can be hard because I, I take each one of these relationships personally. I take a personal responsibility in them. Um, but, but I can, I can, um, I can rest at night because we take it so seriously and we don't, you know, these, these are, these are people and, and they have families and, um, and we get to know the, the families. And, um, so I'll say this, Michael, in spite of, you know, how difficult it can be, we are resolved to continue, um, developing drivers. We're, we're pleased to see you know, our friends at Ford uh, step in to, to, to do some of that themselves. And of course, they've had some, some, some great success with the likes of uh, Chase Briscoe and, and all. And, and, and again, it's good for our sport. Yeah, and one of the drivers that they're, they've, they've taken on is going to make her truck series debut this weekend in Kansas. Haley Deegan is That's right. in Kansas. And now she's a yeah. Ford racer. I know there's friendly competition. But, but I, I'm almost going to guess there's got to be some pride from the Toyota side to say, you know, we saw value in Haley. We saw that she was really special. And, and the Ford people sees it as well. And now, now um, she has this opportunity. How, how does that make you feel, I guess, is my question. Yeah, of, of course. The, the first sentiment is, is I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for her, you know, personally. And, and, um, and again, I'd like to believe that, you know, indirectly we had a hand in getting her to this level. And, um, and of course we're, we're, we have got great relations with, with Haley and, um, her, her dad and her parents and, and, and we can only wish her well. I, I, we're, we're invested in a lot of diversity, Michael, you know, speaking of Haley, we also had another young lady, uh, Gracie Trotter, when, um, in the ARCA West series in Las Vegas just a couple of weeks ago. And the first, first, uh, first gal to win a, uh, an ARCA race, I believe. So, you know, to have that, um, you know, uh, you know, have that association with, with Toyota um, is, is terrific. And, and we, we are committed to, uh, you know, continued uh, focus on, on diversity and giving some of these young drivers the opportunity that that they just wouldn't have otherwise. I mean, you know, C. Bell is his his family is from the most humble of uh, of, of, of places, and 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 again, <clears throat> I, that's the part that I enjoy the most and feel the best about is is you know how many Kyle Bushes have never been discovered. Right. Yes. Simply, simply because our sport, you know, unlike, you know, the stick and ball, you, know, you need a glove and a bat and or a pair of shoes. And, you know, our, our sport, you, you get much beyond, you know, go-karts. It, it's hard for, for some families to, to go beyond that. And so, uh, you know, we, we got folks sitting in, you know, in, in, in grandstands of dirt races on a Friday night in, in Putnamville, Indiana. You know, watching these kids go around in midgets and quarter midgets, and um, and and again looking looking for, you know, some Kyle Bush, some undiscovered Kyle Bushes out there, and, yeah. and, and and trying to 
give a few of them an opportunity that they would never have otherwise. So it's, it's, it's an investment. It's not perfect, but um, it's the right thing to do. And it's something I'm super proud of. Yeah. I've, I've been, I've really enjoyed, you know, getting to know new racers because of you guys. And like I said earlier, I've, I've been blessed to be on the truck broadcast for 10 or 15 years now. So I see them show up and you can just see special talent from, from, from day one. And a, a kid that, that showed up um, and won in, in the trucks and you could tell that, that he, he, he knew, knew what he was doing behind the wheel and he progressed into the Xfinity and, and now Cup is going to have an awesome opportunity in 2021 with one of your drivers and a, a really good basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you know, I don't have much to say about that today. Uh, I just, I, I want to, I just was pointing that out. One of your race car drivers uh, with, with one of your former driver development drivers and this basketball player that, is really, you know, he, he turned out to be pretty special. Um, I know, I know, like, I, I just wanted to, to tell you that um, I'm a huge Denny Hamley, Hamlin fan. I've been able to, to play golf with, with he and Michael Jordan that I'm, I'm, I'm joking about. Um, how, how cool is it that Bubba and Michael and Denny are going to go cup racing in 2021? Not that, not that you're going to have anything to do with it. I'm not insinuating. That's so to answer to answer your very pointed question, um, I am I am so happy uh, for Denny, who is a friend, a friend of Toyota, and and it's funny, Michael. My my relationship with Denny has has grown um, over the past uh, years, and it just just Denny and I were just talking about this just a few weeks ago. We were we spent probably 45 minutes on the phone and Denny was, was talking about, you know, just, just kind of uh, stream of consciousness in terms of what, you know, what he wants to do once he gets out of the, the seat, you know, and, and, and he goes, Dave, I've had plenty of time to golf, you know, and it was this whole COVID thing when, when our sport had to take a break. And one of the things that, that he realized is that, as much as he loves golf, that's not enough for him. And, and, and he, he said, you know, I, I think I want to do something in the sport. I'm not, I'm not actually sure yet, but, uh, but we were just kind of talking about that. And, 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 uh, and, and of course I said, you know, that our sport, you know, one of the things I'm most excited about is, is I think next gen is going to, um, it's going to bring some new ownership into the sport. And, and, uh, and that's going to be, that's exactly what the, the, the sport needs is, is a shot of youth. And, uh, and, and of course the reason that is, is because the model with this new car is one that should allow a team owner to, to balance their checkbook a lot easier than they're able to today. So um, as, as a friend, I'm, I'm thrilled for, for Denny and um, as a as a fan of sports, I'm I'm just gaga about you know Michael Jordan being a part of our sport. I remember seeing him. You remember he came to Homestead uh, 
uh, once or twice to, to watch Denny fight yeah. for a championship. Um, and, and of course, you know, for, for Bubba, you know, once again, well, for Bubba, I'm happy because I think it's a great opportunity for him. And, and of course we have fond memories in help helping bring him to the winner's circle. Yes. First national part. You're the you're part. Big part of that. You know, in, in a in a Toyota Tundra. So um, you know, uh be interesting to see where the team goes for an OEM. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean you don't you'd almost have to guess, you know, like I think I would guess where they're going, but you just never know, Michael. But yeah. uh, hopefully we'll all find out shortly. Well, I gotta tell you one of the funniest memories I have is I got to go down to, to, to Michael's golf course one day with Denny and Denny was on some media calls and I walk up and Michael's like, what's Denny got to do to win this championship? Can he beat Harvick? Harvick seems like he's faster than everybody right now. Has he got the stuff that's going to take him? And who is going to, what's up with Logano? What are these guys off? Like Michael Jordan is, he's not just, this isn't some sort of marketing thing, you know? It's it's Michael Jordan, the the competitive, one of the best sports figures, players of in in the history of of sports. He has that same attitude I could tell toward NASCAR. So, whatever OEM gets him, I think they're going to have a, a really energetic, a very enthusiastic, and a very determined to win competitor on their team. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Well, hopefully uh, let's talk about 2020 NASCAR. Last year, you won 19 times, half the races. Is that right? Half the races plus one. That's right, Michael. All right. I missed it by one. I've, I've done my research. Let me, let me do that over again so nobody makes fun of me. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about NASCAR 2020. Last year, you won 20 times. I mean, that's... Never you, you, you had it right. It was 19. I, I'm sorry. I said half would be 18. Oh. So, so I said half plus one equals 19. Yes. My, my math again. By no, no. <laughs> Let's try a third time. Okay. <laughs> last, last year, and Ford, you can play all this. I don't care. Uh, this can be from the blooper reel. But last year, you won 19 times. That's half the races plus one. Um, I, I say that to say this. I don't think anybody's one manufacturer's won that many before. Is, is am I correct in saying that? Yeah, I think Chevrolet did. Um, Michael, I think what made it special for us, which never been done, is one team accounted for all 19 of those races, and that was Joe Gibbs Racing. Right. So, um, 2020, you've only won that sounds weird but you've, you've only won eight times. Um, and Kyle Busch just got eliminated from the playoffs and he is winless. Um, Martin has only won once, you know, obviously Denny, Denny's seven wins is, is, is incredible. I've heard you say before that, that that's not good enough. Um, where are you with your teams with, 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 with Toyota? Because they, I'll say this, Dave, the cars seem fast enough to win every week, but, but it, it just doesn't happen. Where, where are you at with 2020? Yeah. 
Um, I, I figured you were going to have to go here because it, it's something that it needs, needs talking about and something that, that, that I'm, I'm accountable to. But, uh, you know, you, you started it off by juxtaposing it against 2019. In 2019 was one of those magical years wherein it seemed everything would go our way. When there were two possible outcomes, more often than not, um, we had a good outcome. And and I would almost say 2020, you know, is 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 payback because seemingly um, everything has has gone against us. You you talked about Kyle not making the playoffs. Well, you know, I'm not suggesting it's one race because it's not, um, but. We saw what happened in Las Vegas, right? When all the leaders pitted the normal uh, time in the middle of that third stage in order to, you know, split the stage, and there are a couple of cars that that that, that stayed out who weren't going to win the race, who just weren't that good, and and uh, an untimely caution turned the field on its head, and and uh, it's somewhat ironic because you could you could argue that Kurt Busch, you know, uh, pushed you know kicked his brother out. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess at least we have a bush in the in the in the in the final eight. But but to, to your to your question, Michael, our, our performance this year uh, hasn't been acceptable, and <clears throat> I think it's not a question of speed. You know, I you know we we we've, we've led laps, we've run up front. We typically do most most weeks, but for a combination of, of, um, of reasons, we just haven't closed like we're, we're capable of closing and, and, and we're, we're making mistakes that we shouldn't be making, you know, um, you know, Martin yesterday, or I don't even know what day it is yesterday. Did we race yesterday? Maybe it's not late for me. It always throws me off, but yeah. So, you know, Martin raced his way up to third, I think, or no, he was racing up to third. Then he and Kurt got into it, but, but, um, uh, but he had a he had a speeding penalty earlier, you know, in the in the race, and and that really um, took the possible win off the table, and, um, you know, and and so that's just you know one example. Um, you know, again, quirky, you know, quirky strategy with with pit stops. Um, you know, you know, a couple of loose wheels, um, you know, things that, that, that I know that we're, um, we're better than that. And, uh, and, and here's something else just, you know, very, you know, self-deprecating is, is I don't think we've adjusted to, to this format as well as our friends, uh, particularly on the Ford side. And, and, and that's, that's on us because I, I am a fan of this format. We were just talking about this. It's good for our sport. It's not going away. Even after COVID is gone, I think we're going to adopt a lot of this. Um, so we've got to, you know, we've got to figure that out. And, and we've got to be better um, before we get to the racetrack. Now, let me just have one, one more thing, Michael, I'm sorry. Uh, with Kyle in particular, and I said this early on, and I still maintain 
part of what made him so good, part of what makes him so good is he, he is one of the most involved drivers um, and involved in his car, right? He, he doesn't just get in his car and drive and ask for help when he needs help. He, he's used to getting in his car on Friday first practice and, and then sitting down with Adam Stevens and debriefing and, and the two of them you know, put their heads together to put, put a better setup underneath it. And, and, uh, and he's, I think he's, he's somewhat, you know, unique in that more, not, not that, you know, there aren't other drivers that do that, but Kyle, maybe to a greater extent, right. obviously can't do that now. And, um, and, and we collectively have to, to give Adam and the 18 team, the tools that they need to show up and, and be able to, to race. With, without the level of preparation that they're used to. So it's, it's um, two versus six in this round of eight. Yes. And I'm curious, you know, we've talked a little bit about circumstances and format. Um, I'm, my question to you directly as, as the president of TRD, where is the Toyota metal, like the, 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 the car, the steel, the engine? Where do you feel like you are as you enter into this this battle to be a part of that championship for um do you think do you think that the the, the playing field is level uh, the fords the chevys uh, are all even as we go toward this final round do you like where you are with with your parts and pieces i i'm comfortable with the with the hardware michael i i really think we can win the next round you know we 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 won martinsville one we won <laughs> Texas won, right? And, and so we got two out of three that we won earlier in, in the in the season. So that gives us some confidence. Um, our stuff is running well. We're getting good good feedback from from our drivers. And um, and stepping back, honestly, I think we're you know you remember early on in the season, you know the Chevys were running in a manner that gave all of us a lot of pause and concern, right? I mean, they look deadly. I mean, Bowman, Elliott. To Auto Club. Yes. When practice Thanks. was over, you said, if Alex Bowman doesn't win this race, he either crashes or blows up because, like, it was just so obvious he was faster than everybody. They, but, then, but I don't know. That went away. They, 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 but they kind of fell off. You're right. Um, and, and, and yet my sense – and not just because of, of Chase winning yesterday, but my sense the last two, three weeks, the, the, particularly the Hendrick boys, they're, they're back. They're back. In, in the, the 88, the 9, um, of course, Kurt um, is, is running competitively. And, and I think heading into the final round of eight, I think we're seeing more parity. The sport is seeing more parity between the three OEMs than we've seen in a while. Um, I want all three of us to be in, I almost said Miami. I want all three of us to have cars in the championship round at Phoenix. That's, that would be a proper championship. Right. And, I'm um, confident that you want to have two of the four though, right? As long as we can have two of the four, exactly. <laughs> which, which believe it or not, we've had the past 
five years running, I think. We, and we had three last year. I still, I still shake my head how in the world we do that. But, um, but you know, you, you I, I always take a look at the, just the the reasonableness of of how the championship is developing. And 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 the reality is the 18 car, and Kyle will be the first to tell you, the 18 car wasn't running at a level, arguably, that deserved to advance. And um, I, I sure was pulling for him, though. I wanted him to, to be <laughs> Kyle Busch. And, and like I, everybody's going to say this about, oh, Michael, the Toyota guy. I'm not either. I'm just a sports fan. And, you know, I, I wanted I wanted for for my appetite, I wanted to see Kyle Busch be Kyle Busch and make it happen. I, I was a little bit sorry that strategy or whatever didn't work out in his favor. Kyle makes our sport more fun. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you want Kyle Busch advancing? I don't understand. Like, that's just a sports guy. He's going to make uh, it. I, and and I really, you know, in spite of that, you know, three races ago when he when he got all grumpy and and said he wasn't going to advance, don't worry. I think it was the first round, the first race of the, the the three rounds, and and you saw that. You know, Jeff Gluck called it the salty Kyle, right? You know, you can call it salty or smartass or or um, Kind of the grumpy. I, when I saw that, it's like, okay, he's back, it, because that's that's the Kyle that we know and love. And 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 I talked to him last night, and and I, and what I said to him is, I appreciate you, um, never giving up. What he did in Talladega, driving that race car and the left side of it torn off, he, he almost finished in the top ten. You know, if it if it hadn't been three green white checkers and only one, um, and then we could be looking at a different outcome. But he never he never quit. Yesterday, you know that that uh, you know cut tire. He he got back in there and raced his way up front, and you know had ridiculously old tires on on that Camry, and and um, and and yeah, he gets salty, but but he's a fighter, and and I gotta you know I I think we all respect that. I think I think so too. Well, um, I respect what what you're doing at at TRD. We have a picture. I'll I'll share it with you. But it's like you look like you were 13 when we first started this deal together, and, and through probably probably through the first 10 years, then you look like you were really old. But now it's starting to work out. Uh, things are are going in your favor. I know you're a fighter, a survivor. I I, I know that. Um, you're proud of, of your military background and the things that you learned uh, growing up and, and being a part of, 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 of that. And I want to tell you how much I appreciate not only you sharing stories, but the person you are and, and how, how, you've, uh, how you've represented Toyota in the, the sport of NASCAR, beginning with your appreciation and respect of Mr. France and, and understanding that you, you had your, you had, you had your place and you needed to understand that. And now you've fought to, to be the, the, the champion that you are. So congratulations and thank you. Well, I, uh, those are very kind words, Michael. And um, I always take a pretty, uh, I come from a, a place of humility because sometimes I, I wake up and, and have no idea how I got here. And, and I, I tell myself I have no business because I don't know what I'm doing, you know, and, and, and it really, it's, it's the people around me 
um, that that make me look so so good. It's the it's the Andy Graveses and the Tyler Gibbs and you know in in our team you know from from Toyota Motor North America who love this sport. Now I've you know um, celebrated you know 31 years with with Toyota and nothing we've ever done in motorsports comes close to NASCAR. And we've done some pretty cool stuff along the way. But but um, I I come from a, a place of great uh, um, just thankfulness. And, and, and I, I, I'm so, um, I, I love the, the way the fans have, have treated us. And, um, and we're, we're fortunate to be to be in this sport. And, and as we were reflecting on earlier in this uh, conversation, Michael, um, I'm, I'm forever proud of, of, of our relationship and, and what you did for our company. And, and um, most of the fans, I, we could sit here another hour and tell stories about, about things that, you know, you, you showing up in a town and delivering Domino's pizzas to, to the dealership, you know, service centers who were working 24 hours a day, you know, when we went through that recall crisis, right? And nobody, nobody asked you to do that. You didn't tweet about that. You didn't send out a press release. You did that because you're a friend. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. And um, I'm looking forward to the, to the next four. And I'm like you. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that everybody is represented there. Yeah. Um, and then also hope that um, Bubba Wallace is driving a Toyota in 2021. <laughs> if you've got anything you want to share about that, um, I, this is a great format to, to share it. It's a great, it's a great reason to invite me back, Michael. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you, man. Well, Dave, it was fun chatting with you, fun catching up. Looking forward to watching the rest of the 2020 NASCAR season and see what 2021 has to hold as we go forward. Uh, thanks for your time. And if you could remind your friends, they can find us via their favorite podcast app. They can also find us on all of Fox Sports social media channels. So I know you have an extensive Rolodex. You can just tell those people where they can watch Dave Wilson's uh, podcast with Michael Walter. I'd appreciate it, buddy. I would be proud to to share your podcast with all uh, all of my friends, Michael. And, and again, thank you for having me on. Enjoyed catching up with you and, and look forward to the next few weeks uh, at the racetrack. I feel like this is like on record but every time i get to do a podcast and catch up with one of my friends it makes my life more enriched it makes me happy so thank you for that you made my day better michael you put a smile and and uh and, and i don't spend much time looking in the rearview mirror and, and it's it's good to do every now and again gives you perspective right yeah. and it makes you realize how lucky you are so thank you for uh allowing me to do that today you're a good man. Have a good day. Thanks, man. Take care.